For the ones who work hard to ensure their crew can always go the extra mile. And the ones who get in early so everyone can go home on time. There's Granger, Offering professional-grade supplies backed by product experts so you can quickly and easily find what you need. Plus, you can count on access to a committed team ready to go the extra mile for you. Call, clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done. Recorded live. Welcome, everybody. It's another outrage of off-road live, the longest-running off-road content of racing and recreation in the land. That's right. Right here, live on Off-Road Live. Every Monday, 4 west, 7 east. Of course, we're here in the Desert Tower Studios in the Big Bad Desert with our friends, Ram Trucks, Hard Rock. Marlboro, Budweiser, Red Bull, and the Baja Racing Hall of Fame. And, of course, for this big show, we also want to do a shout-out to the the guys at Big O Tires in La Mesa. For all your tire needs, go to Big O Tires in La Mesa. This is your humble host, Monster Mike. And uh, we're here with the uh, Baja crew, the entire Baja crew. And guess what? This is the launch of the Cabo 1000 2018. The actual race event, chase event, will, will start up this Friday. Live from Ensenada, all the way down to the Golden Sands in Cabo San Lucas, Mexico. And we'll be covering it all live via Baja Live on BajaRacingNews.com. So be sure to stay tuned here to Off-Road Live for the next few days as we lead up to the launch, as well as the live race coverage every single day starting on Friday. That's right, live desert off-road racing live right here. As mentioned, this is the launch of the Cabo 1000 2018. But we do have some desert racing news prior to our our official launch. First things first, I do want to mention that uh, Roger Norman is ball gagged at this moment. The reason why you haven't heard anything for a week since the two deaths in San Felipe, he has a ball gag in his mouth. And, of course, we just watched the racers talk all about it in their rap. And what did you hear? Nothing. 
Nothing but the same old shit. So, guess what that means? The death races continue. Who will die at the upcoming 50th Baja 500 in June? Stay tuned to Baja Racing News Live for the live death race, the Baja 500, coming up in just a few short weeks. The death races continue. And, of course, uh, we have uh, recreation updates. As the uh, winds blow in from uh, the west into the deserts, that means spring is here, summer's right around the corner, and so we're celebrating summer as quickly as we can. In fact, we started celebrating summer 18 in February. Stay tuned to Off-Road Live for recreational get-outs. Let's hit the road this summer, 2018. Stay tuned. We have a special guest coming up. It'll be a surprise. Stay tuned.
right, Off-Road Live. Let's bring on our special guest from Baja Sun Films. It's Igor K. Igor, how are you? You might want to hit your mute button. Hello, Monster Mike. It's yes, good to sir. talk to you again. How are you? I'm doing good. I'm doing good. I'm uh, getting very excited. Uh, we have a festival coming up. We have the Mexican 1000 coming up. This is. Uh, I just did my taxes today, put them in the mail. <laughs> <laughs> I did too. Very exciting, very exciting stuff. And, uh, Isn't that a relief? Yeah, yeah. Oh, it's a huge load off my mind. Absolutely. Yeah, spend the last few days going through all the receipts and everything. You know, guys like you and me, independent, we got to keep receipts for everything. Well, let's move on to uh, the, your excitement for the Mexican 1000 coming up. Uh, now, what's great about uh, this event is that this year, uh, as they have for the past few years, you know, when they first reconstituted this, they did not initially go to Cabo San Lucas. Are you aware of that? Yeah, I thought, uh, I guess they only went as far as La Paz back in the past, right? Right. They did a traditional uh, Mexican 1000 finish at La Paz, Mexico. But then what they saw is they, they saw us doing... Uh, a Cabo 1000 run with several other racing clubs, and they went, "Hey, this is much better. We should, we should drive through La Paz and go right down to Cabo." Yeah, what's well, better than having your, uh, you know, award ceremony or your final party in Cabo? Not to say anything about La Paz. We love La Paz. In fact, it's the really it's the capital of off road. But for us gringos, uh, there's something about the Golden Sands in uh, Cabo San Lucas. Well, the start uh, for the uh, uh, the rally begins in Ensenada on Sunday, April the 22nd. The cars will be staging starting at about 8:30. We're going to be covering everything live on Baja Racing News Live. There are several teams that we're going to be covering very closely. Uh, we will be covering. Uh, the Michael Noval team, and also the Perry McNeil team. And, of course, we have uh, several chasers embedded with those teams. And we'll be getting live reports uh, from uh, the event all throughout uh, Sunday, Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday, and all the way down to the Golden Sands in San Jose del Cabo on Thursday, April the 26th. Now, April the 27th is the uh, posting of official results and then, of course, uh, the award ceremony is 6 p.m. to midnight, Friday, April the 27th. And that, of course, will be uh, presented by South Point at San Jose del Cabo at the Club Campestre at San uh, Jose. Wow, that's a mouthful. Now, I take it that, that you've been to one of these uh, uh, finish lines. Yes, Yes, uh, we were there last year, and uh, it was uh, fabulous. It was uh, actually the first time that I've ever been to San Jose del Cabo. You know, I've been to the Tourist Cabo many times before, but that was my first time there. And where they hold uh, the finishing is like this big plaza with an old mission right there. It was, uh, it was, it was beautiful. It was a really nice spot. 
It is a wonderfully nice spot. That is a very historic spot, by the way. That's where uh, 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 back in the old days, uh, the Americans fought the Mexicans when uh, the Americans were uh, uh, threatening Mexico with taking Baja, the Baja Peninsula. Yeah, I figured that mission's got to be at least uh, a couple of hundred years old, you know, because uh, it's, uh, it's a historic uh, place down there. And uh, uh, the party last year was fantabulous. This year it proves to be even better. Capped off, uh, they always, uh, the tequila was flowing freely, I got to tell you, last year. I don't remember anything past uh, the fireworks. <laughs> that was uh, that's the party on the Golden Sands. Yeah, that's yeah. right. Well, stay tuned to BajaRacingNews.com. We'll be bringing you all the festivities live online, uh, and we hope all the fans of desert off-road ra- racing and recreation, the entire lifestyle, will certainly tune in so we can deliver. Uh, that fun and happiness uh, directly to you via your electronic device. Well, yeah. uh, let's talk about, uh, Igor, your your personal experiences uh, having to do with this event uh, for the past few years. What was the first year that you traveled south of the border to get some fun for the, for this event? Uh, that was 2015. And uh, we came to Ensenada. We didn't really follow the whole route, but uh, we came that year uh, with a very special guest that we invited, uh, James Garner's daughter, Gigi. Wonderful. And it was uh, the first. It was the first time, the first uh, uh, Baja race that was run. Uh, after his death, he had just passed away uh, earlier the year before, November or December of 2014, and uh, I had just started kind of doing a little bit of research on on the film and this project, and uh, you know, stumbled into the fact that uh, Gigi Garner lived not far from uh, where my studio was, and. Uh, we contacted her and uh, told her what we're doing, and uh, she was very kind and very gracious. And oh, she teared up. It was such a conversation, you know. Like I said, her dad had just passed away, and she said, "I, I would lie. I'm totally interested and committed to doing anything to keep his memory alive, and I would love to come." And uh, we brought her down, and uh, she brought some of uh, her dad's old uh, racing gear, some photos, some memorabilia. It was uh, it was a wonderful weekend. And on Sunday morning, uh, at the starting line, there she was right there waving the cars off off the starting line. And that was your brainchild. That was me, yeah. You know, that was the first uh, kind of thing, the first event that we did when we got involved uh, well, not the first. The first thing we did is we interviewed Jack Cooperman, the director, of course. He's the man mm-hmm. who brought me the original footage, and we brought him down to uh, my little studio in West Hollywood. We did an interview and, you know, uh, spent many, many hours just talking and telling me what this was like, what are we, you know, going to do with this. And uh, then uh, we went to Ensenada for the first time. We met Mike Perlman for the first time, and... Uh, we were uh, really greeted with uh, open. 
open arms, and everybody there was just so nice and so cool. I knew I was in the right place. It was just uh, such a warm camaraderie between the different racers and all the guys, and uh, Rod Hall was there that year, of course. That was the first year I met Bruce Myers. Uh, He was admiring uh, a newly restored Myers Manx, that was driven by James Garner and Scooter Patrick in uh, some of the Baja races, but also in the early Stardust races uh, right there in, uh, you know, outside of Las Vegas, Nevada. Wow. Now, um, so 2015's your first one. You go, you go to Ensenada, you experience uh, the uh, start for the first time. Um, what has transpired since 2015 as far as uh, your co- your personal coverage uh, of this uh, rally event? Well, I'll tell you, since then, the more we delved in, the more stories came our way. And uh, uh, lots and lots of interesting stories. And, uh, you know, we started meeting the, the, the pioneers and the different people involved and, uh, we uh we you know moved on to uh Bruce Myers's uh story and uh uh we met Rod Hall that same time uh later on that year I went to the my first uh friends of Steve McQueen uh car and motorcycle show uh which will be coming up again on June 2nd out in Chino Hills California uh, the whole show, they put on this great, great show out there. And it's not just a car show. Uh, I mean, there's literally thousand, over a thousand cars and trucks and motorcycles on display. But also, uh, that year, I don't know if they do it every year, but that year, they had set up uh, a lot of motocross jumps. And there was a, uh, a demonstration of these guys just doing the highest, the craziest jumps. There was a, uh airplane glider that was taking people up in the air, and we got some beautiful video footage from there. Uh, I have this, my favorite shot is like literally zooming out of the sky with the glider going over the show. Motorcycles fly through the frame as I zoom back to reveal a whole line of uh, green Mustang fastbacks, the bullet cars, which make an appearance at this show every year. There's a whole separate section just for the bullet Mustangs. That's how big this show is. Oh, that's huge. There's huge interest in those uh, fastbacks. Yeah, and now that uh, you know they broke the story, they found the original, and uh, I think we talked about that uh, before. And uh, it's uh, very exciting. Ford's going to re-release a new version. This is the 50th anniversary of Bullet right here. 1968 is when the movie came out. And uh, so uh, we shot there. Then I went up to Big Bear, and I met the Buggy Club, all of Bruce Myers' people. And that was my first uh, kind of Bucky, uh, Baja. Not Baja. They were up in Big Bear, California. But that was my first time meeting all uh, the Buggy people. And we shot a little bit there, and uh, uh, then we did uh, the finish line in Cabo, like we just said, down in uh, last year, 2017. Uh, There was also uh, some events going on uh, locally that piqued my interest. There was uh, 
simultaneously there was a, over the last couple of years there was a, another couple of films released documentaries on uh, Paul Newman's racing career it was called Winning and that came out around 2015 and then uh, these uh, two guys from England uh, somehow came upon a whole stash of previously unseen film footage behind the scenes uh, film from the filming of Le Mans and uh, you know as I'm doing research online on McQueen and Gardner all of a sudden I see hey new documentary called Steve McQueen The Man in Le Mans and uh, that came out uh, 2016 I believe and uh, there was an event going on at the Peterson uh, Museum and I contacted the Peterson and uh, he hosted the screenings uh, of these two documentaries. One of them was a premiere in Los Angeles at the beautifully restored Peterson Automotive Museum. I don't know if you had a chance to be there since they did the whole restoration. No, I have not. Oh my God, you got to go online and see just the front of it. It's just the exterior is just phenomenal. And inside it's gorgeous. And uh, so I... uh, introduced uh, the film over a period of a couple of weeks. They do a screening to their members once a week, and I introduced the Paul Newman film the first week and uh, played our little trailer. At that point, all we had was a trailer. And, uh, you know, kind of got some responses from people to that. And then a couple of weeks later, I screened the McQueen movie over there and uh, did our little short film presentation, and uh, it was a wonderful time, really nice place. Uh, pretty soon I'm hoping to have some kind of a, you know, premiere screening event over there because I would just love to invite a couple of hundred of my closest friends to the Peterson for a special screening gala night, you know? Oh, for sure. Um, and certainly we'll we'll get the word out here in Southern California to uh, our off-road connections and, and as well as uh, – uh, the Baja Racing Hall of Fame's connections in Baja, California, Mexico. And we know a lot of uh, folks would love to go to the Peterson and, and uh, have a viewing of uh, your work, as well as, and I'd be remiss not to say this, uh, we do have some connections at the Warner Brothers. Uh, they are going to be releasing Bullet, uh, the 50th anniversary this summer. Oh, yeah, they have to. Now that uh, the car is coming out, that's beautiful. That's perfect for the re-release. I'm sure it's going to be a totally remastered and restored 4K version and a Blu-ray and everything. Oh, I can't wait. You know, that movie still stands the test of time as having some of the best car chase scenes ever filmed. You know, it gets mentioned all the time. I mean, think about all the Fast and Furious movies and everything that came out in the last, you know, 20 years or so. That film and uh, uh, The French Connection. Those are the two most iconic, memorable chase scenes uh, that are still live on in infamy in cinema history. Well, and let's not forget that uh, one of the stuntmen uh, in Bullet uh, was Bud Eakins, who uh, was on the original motorcycle run uh, from Tijuana to La Paz that... uh, uh, gave uh, the brainchild to uh, uh, everybody who, you know, uh, followed them in uh, timed events uh, south of the border. 
Yeah, yeah, of course. Uh, Eakins and McQueen were partners for many years there. Uh, I believe they both, uh, you know, started Solar Plastics, what eventually became, I think, Solar Racing Company together. And uh, and it was Bud Eakins, uh, I've been told, that originally convinced McQueen to come to Baja and get into the Baja boot. And and Bud uh, shared uh, that that vehicle with him. Yeah, yeah, they co-drove together uh, several times, at least a couple of five, uh, at least one one thousand, which is in our film, and I know uh, at least one Baja five hundred, and uh, I'm pretty sure a couple of those Stardust races uh, here uh, in Nevada as well. And uh, Chad McQueen, uh, Steve's son always comes out to the Boys Republic uh, Motorcycle Auto Show, and he judges some of the events. He gives out the trophies, and uh, he's such a nice guy, just like his dad. He's he's just the king of cool. He's gracious to everyone, signs all the photographs anybody wants, takes all the selfies. Sometimes he brings uh, his son with him, Stephen Armour Queen, who is a gorgeous uh, young actor in his own right. He's on, uh, what's that show called, Chicago Fire, I think it's called. Uh, and he was on Vampire Diaries, and uh, he's uh, he's done some films, and uh, he's got uh, the acting career uh, going locked down. I don't know if he does any racing himself, but... Uh, I've seen pictures of him on motorcycles, so I know he rides, just like his grandpa. Well, and it's very important that we make these connections, because uh, otherwise they're going to be lost to this new generation. They won't understand uh, what kind of uh, uh, lifestyle, what kind of uh, racing experiences are available to them, because guys like uh, Bud Eakins and Dave Eakins and uh, uh, Gardner and... uh, um, a queen, uh, you know, threw their hat over the wall and, and uh, uh, went off into the into, into adventure into Mexico. They did. They certainly brought it into, you know, the popular realm and uh, spread the word, you know, using their celebrity as a moniker for it. And, yeah, it is important to keep it going. I mean, we're into three generations of uh, Baja racers now, and... Uh, it uh, it is good. It's uh, good to pay tribute to the originals, uh, whether they're still with us or not, and that's what we aim to do with this film. You know, we're kind of bridging that that golden era with the modern era, and gosh, may it live on forever. Well, let's talk about Legends of, of Baja. Uh, there's uh, uh, there's a new. Uh, news uh, having to do with Legends of Baja. Why don't you tell us about the uh, upcoming event, Igor? Yes. So we submit to uh, submitted to several festivals uh, over the last few months, and we were just notified that we were uh, not only accepted, but we have now confirmed that we won the Best Documentary Short category at the Independent Filmmakers Showcase Film Festival. You can uh, see their website at ifsfilm.com. 
and uh, it's a wonderful festival to be a part of. It looks very, very professional and very glamorous uh, from their archives online. It's the 26th annual. It will take place in May, from uh, the 3rd to the 15th of May, and uh, we were literally just notified of our win last week. This will be win number four for us, following the three that we had last year, uh, and we're very excited about this one. I'm looking through their website, and wow, man, they premiered some really cool films here before, including Inherent Vice. Uh, they had special screening for uh, Quentin Tarantino's Hateful Eight. Uh, this year, I'm looking, uh, not this year here, I'm looking at their last year's uh, submissions and winners, and here's what uh, we have. So last year, the uh, Rosanna Arquette won for uh, Best Actress for a film called Born Guilty. Uh, just one of the names. Jesse James won as Best Actor for The Lucky Man. And it really looks like we're in good good company here. There was a uh, animated film, uh, animation film that won last year that is connected to Stan Lee. It's called Stan Lee's God Woke. And wow, just very, very excited to be part of this thing. And yeah, congratu congratulations, Igor. Thank you. Thank you so much. And here's what's really cool about this festival. They don't just, you know, screen the films for this one weekend or, you know, a few days and then go away. No, they hold monthly independent filmmakers showcases at uh, different venues around town. Uh, they're connected to the Pacific Theaters at the Grove in Hollywood and also the Music Hall Theater in Beverly Hills and Santa Monica, and monthly they feature all kinds of different independent films, the kind of films that you will not see in the theaters most likely. In fact, you won't even see them, you know, on Netflix, on HBO, unless you know what you're looking for. You know, these are the ones that, that, that uh, you know, go through uh, the festivals and sometimes takes years for them to finally, you know, find distribution and end up on HBOs and Netflixes. And luckily here in the land of Hollywood, we have an organization like this that brings us these films every year. And um, they also uh, have their IFS TV channel. So throughout the year, they not only screen all the films, I'm guessing definitely all the winners, maybe all the submissions, but they uh, track them, and they give you info, how many views you had. You can read the comments that people leave and stuff. So you really get a good metric of, uh, you know, the appeal of your film from uh, everything they do at this festival. Very proud to be part of it. And uh, we still have a couple more that we haven't heard of. Out of about a dozen that I submitted, I'm looking here. We're still waiting for an answer from a very prominent film festival, the Tribeca Festival. Uh, right now, our status says in consideration, so we're neither selected nor rejected. Well, and good luck on that one. What I love about, uh, in, you know, among other things about your work, 
is that uh, this uh, work, your work, gives uh, other publics the opportunity to see desert off-road racing in a completely new way. Yeah, you know, I mean, if you uh, go to YouTube or, you know, you watch some of the shows, you pretty much see the same thing, you know. You see the good slow-mo action of the trucks, you know, leaping in air and the tires and the dirt is flying and, you know, uh, it's very, very similar from race to race to race to race. It kind of looks the same. We try to delve a little bit more into the microculture of off-road racing and the people that, uh, you know, that uh, that do this uh, all their lives, you know, not necessarily for money or glory, just just for the call to nature. What do you think? What drives people to go to the desert and go through these insurmountable odds, these, these just in just grueling conditions, you know, just to get to the finish line? Oh, agreed. Uh, but as we uh, spoke of uh, in a pre-show interview last week, uh, the other thing that uh, you and I really enjoy uh, uh, experiencing in uh, especially the, the throwback uh, is 68-69 uh, Summer of Love. What was happening in the country? What were people wearing? What were they thinking? And it's uh, really cool, uh, you know, because both of us, we were alive then, <laughs> as opposed to uh, some of the young folks around. And uh, uh, the experience to be thrown back uh, in time is, I uh, hate to use the, uh, you know, the, uh, uh, the terminology of the time, but it's really groovy. It's it's very groovy. It's It's just, you know, I think there's a soft spot in American culture, no matter how old you are, to that specific period of time, that 60s, you know, that 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 post, you know, World War II, pre, well, I mean, Vietnam was already going on, but it was just, it was an era of anything is possible, you know, we were shooting for the moon, we were racing in Baja, you know, and, uh, it was it was just a time of experimentation and culture and art and music and everything was on the cutting edge, you know. Everybody was reaching. How far and desert we... and desert off road racing in Baja, Mexico was the ultimate. I mean, it was the ultimate experiment. Uh as a matter of fact, I spoke uh prior to his uh passing to Ray Manzarek, the keyboardist of the doors. Uh, who told me that uh, Jim Morrison uh, often uh, visited Baja, Mexico. And uh, the band, uh, Ray, uh, but in particular, Jim found the entire experience in traveling across the border very psychedelic. Oh, I can totally see that, you know, the terrain and everything. And, uh, of course, uh, that's where you have to go to get the peyote buttons back then. <laughs> I wouldn't know that. Although uh, I've been, I, you know, I've done some uh, interviews with folks who who were there at that time, and uh, uh, well, we can get we'll get into that uh, this week as we uh, delve into the uh, race coverage further and further. Um, well, the one thing that uh, I mean, are you comfortable talking about the uh, the style throwbacks that uh, uh, we're contemplating doing? Yeah, sure. Let's talk about that because 
Uh, I think uh, one of the uh, real eye-openers for young people is uh, looking at uh, clothing styles. And yeah. and I think that a uh, an entire style view of that era in association with desert off-road racing would fit right in. I, I'll never forget every time... Uh, you know, of course, this time with you and your your production crew, uh, walking up and down uh, contingency at the Mint 400 at at, uh, uh, at this event in Las Vegas, Nevada, recently, the same old shirts all day long. It's time for a breakout. Yeah, yeah, you know, uh, the same hats and t-shirts, hoodies is just so common, and there's 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 not enough, you know, there's there's no creativity in that, man. We need to bring back those cool windbreaker racing jackets, the full jumpsuits with the racing stripes, you know. I'm a big fan of goggles and, you know, those those vintage uh, 60s round glasses myself. And uh, I tell you, we've uh, talked about that with my uh, co-producer, Jane Linter. She really comes from the fashion world, and she sees it in it as well. And uh, I think uh, there's uh, we're stirring up a little interest in it right now because uh, she's talked to some of her designer friends, and everybody thinks, yeah, this is a great idea. I think the time is is ripe right now to bring back that not just retro, but specifically that that mid to late sixties, early seventies retro. Right. Know? Right. Summer uh, of love. Summer of love, you know, after the Beatles, before disco, and uh it's uh it's just so ripe for a revamp and the colors and the styles, they just you can't help but smile. I mean there's just no it's all happy stuff, you know. There's Absolutely. Just, it's uh, some uh, yeah we're uh, we're planning on uh, you know along with our next premiere we're gonna come up with a, a fashion line. I told her to put the word out and design us a cool Bahasan Films jumpsuit, so that next time we come down the whole film crew is gonna be wearing vintage. <laughs> that would be awesome. We're gonna do it. We're gonna do it, Dave. If you're listening, I hope you're dialing. <laughs> That would be awesome. You know, I'll tell you, I I went through uh, uh, my collection of uh, uh, memorabilia, and I've got a 1969 uh, Hot Rod magazine uh, pictorial, and it's got pictures of the old Bronco. It's got pictures of uh, Bruce Myers' uh, Manx, several versions on the beach. It's got... uh, Mickey Thompson in his uh, uh, his speed vehicle uh, at Bonneville as the uh, middle pictorial, the spread. And there's one thing that I really noticed in, in this uh, magazine from 1969. There wasn't anybody who had a straight face. Everybody had a shit-eating grin on their face. It was happy times. Yes, how could you not be happy with the swirling psychedelic colors and life is good and you're out in nature and the sun is shining and, you know, it's 20 years before Goss came in and depressed everybody. 
So uh, I, I love the, the idea, uh, Igor, and uh, we really look forward to really jumping in that uh, the pool of style. Uh, one thing that I have to invite you down for, uh, down to San Diego, uh, there is a festival down here in San Diego during the summer, and it is a throwback to the Summer of Love. They've held it down here uh, every summer for the last uh, several summers. I'm going to have to invite uh, you and yours uh, down here so that we can experience this as uh, uh, family friends. Oh wow, man, that's so cool! <laughs> I know. Wait, wait till now. I can't say it over the air because then it's just a total giveaway. But we'll, I, I, I I'll get it to you privately, and then we'll talk about it next week. Uh, and it'll be perfect timing because. Uh, uh, all the vehicles will be on the road. They'll be going in between San Felipe and Bahia, Los Angeles that day. And uh, uh, we'll we'll ha- have it uh, the next show. And, of course, as soon as I mention, there's just a couple of words you say, and everybody knows about it down here. It's a, uh, it's a weekend event, and it's uh, at a particular uh, hotel. I'm t- <laughs> the first time I walked in there, I was like, oh, my God, check these, check these people out. They are grooving man they had live a live band that you know it's around the pool everybody's got one of these huge cocktail drinks uh it's really happening very cool and i'll make sure i get you the details and we'll we'll talk about you know a possible style launch uh if not uh uh night in uh, you know to the, uh, right in coordination with the 50th anniversary of the summer of love 1969 to 2019 yeah, oh, I can't think of a better time, man. That sounds so right up my alley. <laughs> I'm going to go into the deep storage and get out my 60s threads. Right, get out the purple and yellow uh, bell bottoms. Oh, yeah, I have a French leather vest, man, original. <laughs> yeah. How old were you? Well... They're not authentic to me. I was just a kid, but... Uh, right, yeah, 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 me too. I mean, it's like... You know, had a, I had a girlfriend in high school whose mom was a bona fide hippie, and oh my God, did she hook me and her up with authentic hippie clothes from way back when. Oh, that's awesome. I still have it, man. Yeah, I still That have is super cool. Well, one of, the, one of the throwback connections to Baja Racing in those days was that there was a little joint on Revolution Boulevard in those days, and it was called Mike's A-Go-Go, and it was on Revolution. That man who uh, built that place and ran Mike's A-Go-Go, it was the happening joint in all of Southern California. If you didn't see Mike Zagogo on Revolution in Tijuana, you had not seen anything. The same guy who built that place and that legend took the money that he earned from there and he built Mike's Sky Ranch in Baja, California. That is now the legendary home uh, to old-style Baja racing in Baja, California. Wow. And before Papa's and Beer, huh? Way before. And uh, the the artist uh, who uh, played there as as a teenager uh, and eventually became world famous, and of course in the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame, Carlos Santana. Oh, yeah. Yeah, no. I mean, yeah, 69, he was just... You know what, sixteen, seventeen-year-old kid, and he's up exactly. on Woodstock, and uh... exactly. Now, one of the things that uh, 
just really blows my mind. There's a couple of guys that uh, we know who are involved in uh, uh, different Baja uh, publics, and I've interviewed them online about the, you know on the show about their experiences back back in those days. One is a um, uh, one of the foremost cactus and agave uh, experts in the world, uh, and uh, and uh, he uh, knew the place and uh, related his stories. Uh, but also Perry McNeil visited uh, the great racer uh, King of Baja, who's planning on uh, starting uh, on uh, Sunday at Ensenada. Uh, Perry McNeil, uh, he visited uh, on numerous occasions uh, Mike Zagogo uh, back in the day. Uh, if there was a time, if I had a time machine and I could right. come back to a place in time, it would definitely be, if not L.A., but for sure, Southern California, 1968-69. Oh, yeah. Oh, heck yeah. Yeah. So, uh, listen, I love the whole throwback to that era. Love the styles, and uh, I'm very much looking forward to getting into that groove and uh, bringing that all out uh, when we uh, uh, enjoy your Legends of Baja uh, project and whatever venue that we attend. Um, just one more time is kind of a wrap, um, a wrap-up. Uh, Igor of Baja Sun Films. Uh, when is uh, the the next opportunity uh, that the public would be able to uh, see your stuff, other than just online at YouTube, your YouTube account? Uh, where uh, where and when is the uh, upcoming event that uh, that you've won the award at? Uh, okay, so that festival again is ifsfilm dot com. The schedule is right there. It is uh, going to be taking place uh, May, uh, May uh, uh, let me look here, May. Okay. Sorry, uh, I'm catching you. 9th through the 15th. Yeah. What is it? Yeah. The 15th. Yeah, May 9th through the 15th is the run of the festival. May 10th uh, is the big, uh, you know, red carpet opening and gala premiere at uh, the Grove, at the Pacific Theaters, at the Grove in West Hollywood. Uh, the time is in here, yeah, but it's May 10th is the official opening. On the 9th, they already have some uh, screening started, and uh, it's going to run through the 15th. That is super cool. Um, are yes. you uh, is there? Uh, are you planning any kind of uh, a special online uh uh, spread or promotion uh, for that uh, uh, that red carpet? Yeah, well, uh, we're going to have, you know, we're going to try and do a Facebook Live thing for the first time right from the red carpet. Uh, Jane uh, has uh, much experience with red carpet and press, uh, you know, wall like that. So we're going to try and do a little bit of Facebook Live. We are going to certainly... Uh, promoted on our uh, Facebook page and uh, by our Twitter feed. But if you uh, just uh, go to the news tab on our website, which is bahasunfilms.com, and just click on the news tab, it's a constantly updating feed of our Facebook page and our Twitter right there on the one page, and uh, we are going to have some kind of special event. I don't know what yet. I think it will be great to get one of the 
you know, one of the guys from the field to bring down one of their cars for uh, the, the the premiere or the night of the screening. Uh, I haven't uh, asked him yet, but I'll certainly contact uh, the closest one to me here, which is uh, the owner of the Banshee. Oh, super cool. Yeah, if I can get, uh, you know, if I can get him to come down and bring the bring that bring the car oh yes oh no definitely the what a great connection yeah i'm gonna put it out to ron hall as well if he's uh you know i know he's up in uh reno area so quite a haul for him but uh the banshee lives not far away so that is not outside of the realm of possibility no we will put it on uh the summer schedule uh for uh, off-road live and uh, the Baja crew, and of course uh, yours truly, will 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 certainly be there with bells on. Um, well, Igor, we need to run. We're going to uh, get into the launch uh, of the uh, uh, race events uh, this week. Uh, as mentioned, uh, the 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 uh, departure of the Cabo 1000 folks are out of San Diego on Friday. Uh, remember, contingency for the uh, rally is on. Um, Let's see, Saturday, and then the start of the uh, cars uh, and the uh, lineup starts at 8.30 in the morning Pacific time, that's West Coast time, Sunday, April 22nd. So tune in to BajaRacingNews.com for your upcoming schedule of events for this coverage. And then, as uh, Igor K. of Baja Sun Films just mentioned, uh, we will, uh, into May, uh, look forward to... uh, uh, celebrating with Igor and his crew, uh, his win at uh, the IFS. Uh, Igor, thank you being, for being the uh, special guest on today's show. And get ready for coverage of the upcoming rally uh, on BajaRacingNews.com. We'll bring you on for some cameo stuff. And I can't wait to show you some uh, old-school Summer of Love stuff that I've got. Oh, I can't wait. I can't wait, Mike. It was a pleasure again, as always. And uh, I appreciate all the support you've given to our film, and uh, thanks for having me on again. It's our pleasure. Uh, uh, Happy trails, and we'll see you on the flip side, my friend. And uh, stay tuned, everybody. This is Off-Road Live, 4 West, 7 East, every Monday. Igor, thanks so much. Happy trails. My pleasure. See you in Baja.
Off-Road Live. Special thanks to our special guest today, Igor K., Baja Sun Films. Look for the BajaRacingNews.com and Off-Road Live website. Uh, We'll put up some uh, notices for Igor's great film showing at the IFS. Uh, We're going to be there. We'd like to see you out there, too. And uh, we'll continue uh, on our Cabo 1000 launch in just a moment. But just to hearken back to our comments having to do with the Summer of Love and the great Ray Manzarek and the Doors, Riders on the Storm, with Carlos Santana. everybody off-road live monster mike your humble host the baja crew we're at the desert tower studios in the big bad desert this is where it all happens this is where the magic is every monday for west seven east and of course our friends are here with us ram trucks hard rock marlboro budweiser red bull and the baja racing hall of fame and our special friends For this particular show and into the Cabo 1000 for the next two weeks, Big O Tires in La Mesa. For all your tire needs, Big O in La Mesa, California. 
All right, folks, stay tuned. We'll update the website, put up our uh, race coverage schedule, the Cabo 1000 live online coverage is now green flagged. Off-Road Live is a Fox Sports Radio affiliate. Casino asking people what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car before my kids' PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details.